Okay, so <clears throat> I just wanna I just wanna say a quick disclaimer that when I when I say anything that is I say is still being evaluated, like it's still being figured out, and I'm still figuring things out and still trying to work things out. So I know that a lot of times they are controlling a lot of these different things that are going around me, even including me. So it may or may not be true, but also, you know, they may be trying to paint a narrative of something that goes along with whatever story they're going to tell in order to make me look as if I made all of this up or or that these experiences aren't actually happening. So, I'm being told that I'm crazy. Like, I hear crazy, 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 crazy all day, all day, all night. But I believe that people want you to believe that you are crazy when you start to figure out all the crazy things that are going on in this world. Because when you say that stuff out loud, because of how crazy this world is, you sound crazy for figuring it out. But in reality, you're probably more sane than anyone who ignores it. Or anyone who's too stupid to realize it. But all I know is, you know, I'm being told that I'm crazy. And this weird thing happened. I was laying, listening to worship music, and praying the only time and the only way I can ever get peace. And... Oh, I didn't even talk about how I was laying in bed in my pillow. And all I know was I start feeling thumps coming out of my head. Like, my forehead was actually pulsating. Like, you know, like, someone was in it. Someone was in my head. And they said, it's a demon in your head. I put it there. And I already knew that because I had this vision where one day it was me, my sister, my brother. It felt so real. And we were smoking crack. And my brother, he started crying because he heard my dad's voice say, hey, put that down. My dad used to be on crack, but all I know was, like, I didn't want to smoke the crack, but I did because I had been saying, like, I believe that family member had smoked it. And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe I'll end up on drugs too by the end of this process because if this person went through all of this stuff, it's probably not a surprise that they ended up on drugs. I mean, what do you expect somebody to do? This stuff is too crazy. So, all I know is, you know, after we got high off drugs, we were sitting there high and we slept, and then I woke up there, and all I know is I called God to, I thought it was God I was calling to this place in my mind, wherever we was at, in order to help us you know, so I can pray and so I can get us out because I was like, we need God. Only God can help us. Only God can save us from this situation. It felt too real. And all I know is I felt something come through my mind and I fought hard to try and pull it back out from that place, but I was only able to pull it forward just a little more and it's been in my mind ever since. So I believe I caught a demon to my mind. So does that mean that I'm worshiping demons? 
Absolutely not, because one thing I need, one thing I know for sure is that my intention is to worship God, so God will be worshiped, and this is working. As long as I focus and I pray and I keep fighting hard, more and more things are being exposed, and more and more of God is being, you know, God is showing up more and more every single day, so I know that it's working. I know that I'm praising God regardless of what I'm dealing with. This must be part of the fight. But also the prophecy that's on my life is being fulfilled like as we speak. So I know that this is God. This is definitely God. And plus he showed me five years ago, you know, me being more like the woman that I'm becoming every day. So I know that this is God. And... I've just, everybody always calls me crazy. And I'm just wondering, like, am I really crazy? Because maybe I'm crazy right now, but I won't be crazy in the future. But, like, I've always wondered if I was really crazy. I think God said that I was crazy. I think at one point in my life, God said I was crazy. But that's not true because God showed me what crazy really was. And crazy, you know, can't function. So I function. I'm not crazy. You know, but they always call me crazy because like in my mind and this is why I used to think that maybe I have like a hidden crazy that will come out at a very after a very traumatic situation. But I never wanted to come out for a man because men are not worth it. But for a very traumatic situation, which I wouldn't ever be able to call it, it might have come out. Because it runs in my family, or people at least call my grandmother crazy, and they call my sister crazy, and they call different people in my family crazy. But I don't think they're crazy. And other people will say, like, you're crazy, and I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. Like, that makes perfect sense. Like, you're just not paying attention. You're just not trying to listen. You just don't care. But it's still a very strong possibility that they either are not paying attention, are not listening, or do not care. So I don't believe that I'm really crazy. I think I make perfect sense. I think that the situation is the most, you know, insane situation I've ever been in in my life. But I cannot ignore this memory of when this all first started. And I was just fighting and doing the best that I could. And all I know was, you know, this guy showed up and said, you're my Harley Quinn. You're my Harley Quinn. I'm, I'm your Joker. You're my Harley Quinn. And I was like, that stuff is made up. It's not real. And no, like, you know, what do you mean? Like, you know, but at the time I didn't realize what he was saying. It made me crazy. All I know is I was, what I was doing was the girls, it was, it was like a group of people and they were all jumping me. Like they were all just attacking me. Each and every single last one of them would just show up and then they would just like all just start jumping me and attacking me. And I think that what I just started doing was whatever I could to get around them. And I think that I probably was, like, laughing when they beat me up or, like, jumping around them and hitting each and every single last one of them. When they were crowding around me, I would just jump in between the crowd and and get my hit back from each and every single last one of them. Whenever I got the chance, I wouldn't forget who hit me, and I would just jump up and smack them if they smacked me. And it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy, though, you know? 
And then sometimes they would, like, give me raped, and I would just be like, okay, well, if you're going to give me raped, I'm going to like it. I know that sounds so disgusting and so bad, but, like, you have to understand from a perspective of when you're trying to be sane and someone is getting you raped. Like, what do you mean? Like, I know you don't have to like it, but if you're going to be raped a million times, are you going to scream and cry every single time you get raped? I mean, I didn't have to like it, but I don't think I really did. I think that what I was doing was, I was like, I'm just going to enjoy it because you're not going to get that reaction out of me. You're not going to get that tortured, you know, beat up reaction out of me. So I'm just going to enjoy it. And then when it's over, I'm going to try and kill them. But all I know is, you know, they just start calling me crazy. And I don't think that I'm crazy because I think I said to myself, I think like a lot of same people will react the same way that I did in the situation that I was presented. To be quite honest, I don't think a lot of people could have made it out of the situation. I think that there's nothing different about me and a, and a lot of different. I mean, I'm different, but it's so many different things about me that's really similar to a lot of people. I think the main thing about me that might be very unique is that I'm very tough. I'm very, very tough. But... Also, I'm a demon hunter, and, you know, I'm a lot of things, but, like, a lot of the stuff you can be found in a lot of people. My faith, you can find that in someone else. My, you know, fight, you can find that in a lot of people. And, you know, my endurance, you can find that in a lot of people. But, you know, the very unique thing about me probably would be that, you know, I'd be willing to go endure and I'm just tough, I guess. I've always been tough. I remember when I was a kid, I was like five or six. My dad used to always say to me, you are a very tough little girl. And I would be like, yeah, duh. And we all tough. We got to be tough. Look at the tough life we live in. You know, like, I didn't see it as so surprising, but he would say it to me specifically. And, you know, it's starting to shine through. I see it. Like, people are recognizing me for it, even though my whole life I've been this way. But other than that, I'm very smart, and I'm I'm not very patient, but I'm learning to be patient. I'm very loving, and I'm very caring, and I'm very considerate, and I'm loyal. I'm very, very loyal. I've always been very loyal, even though nobody ever wants to give me credit for it. I've always been very, very loyal. So recently, it was like a situation arose where I started to question whether... You know, I was set up for my loyalty. Like, you know, somebody's want to show up and say, you're crazy, you're my Harley Quinn or whatever. I never wanted to be Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is a freaking genius. But, and she's very, she's very powerful. She's very strong. She's very, she's a lot of things and she's loyal. But the issue with Harley Quinn is that Joker just never appreciates her. I don't even think he loves her. He always throws her to the wolves and lets her die or be dead or do bids for him or whatever. And she's so in love with him. And, like, I don't see that happening for me. I probably would do it for myself. I wouldn't do it for a man. I wouldn't I wouldn't be that loving a guy, with a guy. I wouldn't think that he was worth it. Unless, of course, which is so messed up and it sounds like my situation, God said he was for me. So I think it's kind of messed up because it's like, why would God give me somebody who would do me like that? But at the same time, you know, I don't want to believe that God ever would, but God definitely 
specifically put me in this situation and everything happens for a reason. So if God, of course, did place me with this individual, then obviously he feels like, you know, obviously that means I need to check myself. If I don't like the person, that means I need to check myself because why would God feel like you deserve that kind of individual, you know? But I can't just put that on God. It may not even be God. It may just be Satan. You never know how it works, but... I've never been as close to God ever before in my life. And it's the fulfillment of the prophecy on my life. I'm being transformed. So, you know, obviously God works in mysterious ways, but he's perfect in all that he does. So he may have placed me with somebody who is exactly like how I am in order for us both to be transformed in the process into who we will be. And that's, you know, completely obedient and stable individuals because only God can really cure crazy if I really am crazy. But I don't think that I'm crazy. I don't think that I'm crazy. I think that they want me to, they are so slick and so sneaky that they want me to start believing on these things so they can walk away, you know, having destroyed my future. Because if I don't remain, you know, confident in who I truly am on the inside of my my core and my heart, then I will you know, miss my destiny because it's going to take who I am, not who I pretend to be in order to get it. So I think that they're just trying to play mind games on me in order to somehow manipulate what's for me because it's so great. What's for me is so beautiful. The destiny of my life is so amazing. And who wouldn't want it, you know? I don't understand how they would ever try and get it, though, because... Honestly, if I ever saw anybody else's destiny, I would immediately realize that's their destiny. You can't steal someone's destiny. What do you think? Like, I never understood these crazy movies where girls would become obsessed with other girls and try and live their lives for them. And I would always say, like, you can't do that. That's their life. Like, you won't ever fit in their life as them that's them like they're always going to win and why would you ever want to be somewhere where someone's always going to have an one up on you and it's not naturally it's not because they just better than you it's because you're trying to be them it's because you're not being who you are when you can win at being who you are i never understood that but you know i think that's what this is and of course that makes sense it's just like high school nonsense that doesn't make me crazy I'm not crazy for realizing this. I'm not crazy for fighting this. I'm not crazy for remaining who I am. I'm not crazy for doing everything that I can to get to God. I'm not crazy. Crazy would have submitted to Satan and said, oh, I'm still going to, you know, be able to get everything. that." God. Well, actually, that's not crazy to still have hope that you can get everything that God has for you. But crazy would have submitted to Satan and somehow felt as if, you know, Actually, I don't even want to judge anybody who did that. I'll just say that, you know, I think crazy is worshiping Satan as if he's God when you already know God is the almighty power. That's crazy. But I don't want to judge people. As I said, Satan is such a liar. And if he ever told the truth, nobody will follow him. So I don't blame anybody. But that's what I'm going through now. 
like they're lying to me and they know that if they ever told me the truth or was honest about everything that was going on and let me choose for myself i'd never choose them so of course they're torturing me and doing everything in their power to lie and convince me all these different things to try and get me to go their way they don't think anything is wrong with it why would they they chose what they chose but regardless of anything you know i'm just having different experiences and trying to figure things out so earlier today I was like really, I was really under so much pressure because it felt like they were saying like, you know, with this actor and like this actor agreed with the fact that I was just like teasing people about having a dad, but I don't tease people. And they've been saying that from the jump that I tease people about having a dad. I do not tease anybody. I just appreciate, I don't even know if I fully appreciate having one. That's, that's what I don't understand. Like I'm not fully appreciative. I'm not you know, always bragging, and, you know, I feel for people who don't have one, I care about them, I wish that we had more full, whole families, I want to fight for that, that's what I want, that's one of my heart's desires, you know, for us to wake up and be made whole again, so I don't understand why they have such an issue with me, but I guess putting things together, because they would never tell me, is that they believe that the reason why I'm so perfect, and they always say perfect, how can I be crazy and perfect? Like, pick one, choose one, make it make sense. Stay on one side. Like, they all over the place. They're the ones that's crazy. But all I know is, you know, I feel like, you know, maybe the reason why they, they always talk about a dad because they believe that the reason why I'm the way that I am, the reason the reason why I have the destiny on my life that I have, the reason why I love God so much is because I have a dad. And I don't blame them, you know? I really don't blame them. But at the same time, I don't believe that because I know what this world consists of. I know there's somebody out there probably with the... <laughs> excuse me, the exact same situation as you, if not similar, and they love God too. There's no excuse for, you have no excuse for the way that you're doing things. And that's why I'm here. I'm here because God saw that too, that you don't have a real excuse why you're doing things, but he wanted to prove it to you. You needed, you needed proof and he gave proof. So maybe you're trying to find any excuse to try and discredit what's going on here, but it's not going to work because when God makes a decision, he makes a decision. It doesn't matter if I was crazy, stupid, blind, dumb, deaf. If he said it, it's what it is. And I think you know that. That's why you're here. But regardless of anything, I still, you never know how God works. God works in mysterious ways. And every situation is so different. And it's all this weird, crazy stuff going on and happening around me. So probably what is happening is, you know... Maybe God is finding that I'm, like, so messed up. And so he put me in a situation where a lot of people are messed up just like me. And he's going to lead me out while leading them out. He's going to make me an example. So maybe. But all I know is just recently, you know, I was laying in bed and I didn't want to get back up. And everybody keeps trying to get me up. And get me up to do what? Because I feel like I'm really just entertainment for them. And that really makes me mad. But... I'm just doing everything I can to be patient and focus on God. But all I know is I'm laying in bed and I'm listening to gospel and I wake up. And then all I know is I see Cat Williams. And he's like saying something to me. Like, you know, I think he said something to the extent of like, 
every why are you always asking if you were funnier than Cat Williams? And the reason why I always ask if I'm funnier than Cat Williams is because God told me I just got to be funnier than Cat Williams, and and I'm trying to make I'm trying to keep track of the promises that He's keeping. I'm trying to keep track of the prayers that He's answering. That's the only reason I ask because. I'm like, where am I with that? Like, am I funny? Am I funnier than Cat Williams? Because if I find out that I'm funnier than Cat Williams, not that I'm going to be more funny. I am who I am. It's just like I'm going to, you know, know. I'm going to know for sure. That's a detail that matters, you know. I know for sure now, but it's just more confirmation. But all I know is like, I always hear, you're so funny. You're so funny. And I'm like, nobody thinks I'm funny. Like, nobody really thinks I'm funny, like, for real. So I know that they are just, like, being sarcastic or something or just lying to me in order to manipulate my mind so I can start thinking I'm funny. And then they they come back and they attack me, like, I thought you were funny? You were corny. That's a joke. And that's all they ever do all day. So don't, it's not crazy to think that. But also, I think that they've established this thing inside of me to make me believe that everything I'm going through is a lie because they want to be able to keep me from knowing who I am but also if God allowed it because I trust God if God has allowed for them to make me believe everything that I go through is a lie that's probably because he wants me to get through this in that way you know everything I'm going through is a lie it is a lie if God if God is letting this happen as much as I pray none of this is truth it's a lie that's that's God's protection, and I love him for it. You know, every single time I think about it, I can't see anything. I can't hear anything. I can't participate in anything that they're doing. I can't run around and do what they're doing and be deceived by the devil like they're being deceived. I'm being protected, and that's something I need to show more appreciation for. But, you know, it is hard being tortured, though. You know, could he have protected me from that? But, you know, he protected me from what he what he wanted or needed to protect me from. And I thank God for it. And I will never, ever, ever abandon my father in heaven. He's amazing. He's everything. And they just don't know what they want. You know, I know what I want. They are so scared of me. And you know what? Just a, a week or a couple weeks ago, they tried to come to me and say, no, you don't understand who you are. You are they are a, they it's this group of girls or this group of people who you have things in common with like you can go a, a really long time without being with a guy you're not super thirsty for being with a guy you abstain from like you you don't like easily give it up you don't easily give it up or maybe i don't know i made mistakes so you know it's just like an attitude towards guys i guess a group of girls with an attitude towards a group of people with an attitude towards sex period and you know they're doing that because they're afraid of it but you're not afraid of it and you still act that way you scare them and it was also I believe a conversation about like being able to stand alone on my own so like they group up together, they gang up on me because I don't I'm not a follower and sometimes they say stuff I'm like I don't agree with that. No, I don't want to do it anyways just cuz you're doing it. And so they all jump me. And you know, 
they're scared of that. They're afraid of me encouraging people to be able to stand up for what they believe in. So I'm a threat to them. They're intimidated by me. And this is why I'm going through everything I'm going through. They're trying to break down the one person or the few people that will be confident in who they are because as long as people start becoming confident in what they are, who they are, and start believing in, believing in themselves, the more people that show up like that, the less they're able to control everybody around them and turn everybody into followers. So it's scary to them because they're like, how am I going to be able to, you know, control people anymore? I'm not going to be able to, you know, convince people to do what I want them to do. I'm not going to be able to step on people as much as I want, so I'm not going to be able to abuse, you know, a false sense of power. So I'm not crazy. Does that sound crazy? Absolutely not. But they're so afraid of me. They're trying to convince me that I'm crazy because they're afraid of the way that this situation ends. So what just happened was earlier today, they said some, I saw Cat Williams and I didn't hear most of the conversation. But I do know that I was just like, please don't show up. Don't show me your face and don't tell me who you is. Because as soon as I know who you is, they're going to start trying to get me to attack you. They're going to start trying to tear down my opinion of you. I'm going to have to fight really hard to, you know, still be kind. And they're going to they're going to lie on you. Lie on you and try to make your name look bad. But, you know, I've been told multiple times, everybody else hears and knows what's going on here except me. So, you know, they will, they'll know. Everybody else knows, you know, so it doesn't matter. And it's it gets, it's kind of intimidating when I think about how everybody knows what I know. And they're all still acting this way anyway. So it's intimidating because it's like, you know, I can be who I am. I can easily do that. I've been doing it my whole life. But I actually want to help people. So if everybody's acting this way and acting as if it's okay and afraid to be, you know, confident in who they are, afraid to stand up for what they believe in, afraid to do the right thing, what chance do I have at my heart's desire of changing the world? Because they don't want to change. So that's what's mostly intimidating. But God got me to this point for a reason because most of the work is already done and he's still doing all the work. But... All I know is, you know, they were saying, you are so funny. Your responses, the things that you say, you are so funny. Like, everybody's always dying laughing at everything that you say. And I'm just like, really? Because I really just be being honest. and I don't even know what I be saying. What do I be saying? Like, I really just be trying to stick up for myself and trying to figure out what's going on. So maybe I have a little bit of sarcastic attitude, but I also want to check that that funny because I don't want to be so funny that I can't be serious about God. And I don't want to be so funny that, you know, I start taking God as a joke. God is not a joke. He don't play that, you know. He has a sense of humor. Obviously, he gave me one. He gave all these people one. But he's not to be played with. So I try to be very careful because you have to be humble in God's presence. I love my father so much. I do not want to disappoint him by trying to impress other people, trying to be funny. But also the crazy thing, I don't want to get too caught up in thinking I'm crazy and it's cute or something because then, you know, when it's time to be, God is not crazy. Nothing that God says is crazy. His truth is not crazy. And people who try to call me crazy and discredit this truth that I'm starting to walk in and live in, that's playing with God's word. 
that's playing with his name. He has vouched for me. I'm a child of God. I'm favored. I'm anointed. I'm a demon hunter. And I'm a chosen vessel. And if people start calling me crazy, they're going to start trying to discredit this entire fight. And I cannot stand for that because the issue with that is more people go to hell. And of course, Satan wants me to look, you know, whatever he makes me look like in order to keep people from, you know, fighting their way out of hell. He's trying to save these people. You know, they call me crazy. Next thing you know, everybody's like, we don't have to listen to her. She's crazy. So, no, that's not going to work. And I can't accept that. And they tried that already. And I already told them that the Harley Quinn Joker stuff, those are made-up characters. That is not real. And there's some real crazy people out here who are crazy for real. And that's an insult to them. And also, it's not cute to be destructive and, you know, selfish as Harley Quinn and Joker tend to be. But I don't want to misjudge them. Maybe that, you know, it's it's all how you perceive their character, I think, when it comes down to it. But overall, the, the main fact is that this is real life. This is not a cartoon where you die and in the next episode you're alive again. You die here, you're dead for real, and you're going to hell or heaven depending on what kind of person you've been and if you've accepted Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. So this is not to be played over like we can go and shoot Tommy guns at each other and then respawn. It's not a game. This is real life. And it's not to be played over. And so no I'm not Harley Quinn. And no I don't need a Joker. And if and if I'm crazy like that that you you refer to me as Harley Quinn or something like that, then I need help. I need healing. And anybody else like that needs it too. And the only person who can help or cure them is Jesus Christ himself. So we all need to be seeking Jesus if you think that's okay. Those are demons. That's not okay. Jesus made us whole. He, we we're supposed to be whole. Well, he didn't. He made us, but we're not necessarily all made whole because a lot of us are born into sin or born into a sinful world. So maybe you're not whole, but you're. But the intent is for you to be whole in Jesus Christ. Not crazy and thinking it's cute. No. And imagine raising a kid on that attitude. You want to raise children and believe this kind of stuff is okay so they can go out into this world and have to learn the hard way? What type of individual would you be? Setting your children up for failure like that. And then what type of individual would you be even inflicting that on anyone else out in this world even if you never had kids? People don't take these things into consideration. You know, there are kids watching you. And it's like I said, you know, like it says in the Bible, it's easier to hang a millstone around your neck than to, you know, lead one of these children into destruction. So I woke up from this crazy vision where I was with these white people. And I was at their, their all I know is we pulled up into an RV park and they bought an RV right off the lot. And it was a big, nice RV. It was so big, it looked like it was a house, but it was an RV. And it was this, you know, like, medium-sized white girl. And she was with her her white man, her white guy. And they were, like, having sex and stuff like that. And I don't know what was going on because it really is not me. But all I know is, like, something, like, clicked in my mind, which I, be- I know it wasn't me because I'm not even like that. It was just like, oh, I want to have sex with her guy behind her back. I want to do it, too. And then, like, we ended up getting into it, and I was like, this is not me at all. And it was really not nothing. But, like, 
then it was this whole thing where it was like her mom and her dad was there and they were like drinking and then in the morning we were supposed to have breakfast but like I did never eat and then I was wanting to drink champagne and then you know I actually ended up drinking water so it was like they were changing things right in front of me and then the girl she was like you know the girl she was like it's like she didn't know about her boyfriend but she did and I kept seeing a bed I saw beds and stuff and rooms they had set up like they wanted to keep me there or something but I never slept in a bed or a room then the guy he kind of really liked me he really wanted me to stay but I was like that's so weird like you know you weren't even supposed to be with me and I don't even know how to, feel, how to feel about all of that but all I know is I woke up from that vision feeling like that was just really weird and I think that you know what it was was you know it was like a white family trying to buy me and trying to convince me to stay and I've had many different families and many different situations and many different visions of people trying to keep me forever and I've turned them all down because why would I accept staying in a you know in this like situation no offense to your family like even if they treated me right and were pretty cool it was like no offense to your family but the thing is like nobody's gonna own me you know and I guess it's not even about owning maybe it's not about owning because maybe it's about finding a new family but it's like it's always so weird like I'm a slave or something so I'm just like their black charity case or something I don't know but all I know is like I was like no like you know, I'm trying to get back to God. This is not normal. I'm not supposed to feel this way. You know, it's not supposed to go down like this. But I've seen multiple different situations and a bunch of different people or celebrities or whatever type thing where they are with these families. And I think that this is part of so-called Illuminati. But I woke up from that vision. I went downstairs to get something to drink. And all I know was I heard, you know... Like, my ice wouldn't float to the top of my drink, and it was kind of weird for me because ice always floats. But because the ice stayed at the bottom, it was something said, and I said, oh, something like the mil- how the millstone wrapped around your neck makes you float all the way to the bottom and stay there, something like that. And I realized that I was having a conversation with somebody. But, you know, I don't ever try and be really funny or try and, you know, disrespect anybody on purpose. You know, I'm starting to realize a lot of my responses, you know, a lot of times are so offensive and I don't even notice that this is like maybe part of the reason why a big portion of the time people were attacking me for things that I said. But I didn't know that I was saying these things. I was just thinking like they're attacking me for the way that I think and I can't. You know, I can do everything with my power to work on the way that I think and fix that, and I'm doing that now. But y'all are attacking me out of nowhere. I'm not. How am I supposed to know what I did was wrong? You pretty much telling me not to think at all, and I don't know how to do that. You know, how am I supposed to not think at all but still be able to maneuver a whole life and be able to actually, you know, make plans and and build and grow and have goals? What I'm supposed to do just die like. But I'm not going to die. God's not letting me die. So I had to fight for my ability to be able to think for myself. And it's like, it's okay because God is protecting me. But that is starting to make a little bit more sense now, you know. I'm not saying that it's not okay for me to think for myself or believe the things that I believe. But I'm just saying that, what are they expecting to be, somebody else? No, I can't be anybody else. And I can't fake and I can't pretend. So I realize I just have to fight.
but also what happened was I, I feel like after Cat Williams showed up, what it was was a, a few things that was being brought to my realization. And these things were, you know, every single time I'm in between sleep and I wake up for a second right before I wake up for a second before they show up. It's like, it's like they show up right after they know I'm awake. But in between waking up, it's like this, like, peace and, like, just, like, it's like a, it's like a, like a, I don't know what to call it, but it's like a clear mind, a clear mind and no attacks no fighting no torture and it's like for a split second and it's like it feels good and I feel that somebody's there somebody there that's supporting me and fighting with me and I've seen it before when I woke up and it was not be a young boy and he was standing in front of a light that sometimes he's able to you know like block block or something but I'm just always praying to this light. I'm always praying to this light. And he's standing right there and he's shining. He's glowing. He's not dark. He's glowing like he's, you know, a part of this light. And I think that he's helping me, but I don't know. But all I know is, like, it might even, might not even be him now that I'm really starting to pick up on a lot of other things. It might not even be him because... I feel that God has said that's not who it look. That's not who it appears to be there showing up as that person to motivate you. But also, it's like um, it's a lot of times I've seen this individual and I've checked their demeanor and I've checked their attitude and I think it reminds me of my brother. And so I wonder if it's actually my brother showing up as NBA young boy in order to motivate me out of this situation. And my and and God has told me that, you know. Satan is not trying to release my brother, so maybe it's my brother who's trying to motivate me to get him out, and that makes sense, you know. But Satan is a liar, he doesn't have control of my brother's ultimate destiny, and I may be able to God may be able to release him through me as a vessel, so or get him released, get him free through me as a vessel. So I'm still fighting about that, but also. It was a conversation, kept saying, like, husband, 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 husband. But I was just like, no, you know, I don't really know if that's what that is. But, like, they're always laughing and stuff, so I don't really know what they're laughing at or what really is going on. I just have to fight no matter what and and do everything in my power not to be distracted. But I think that I heard Bill, you know, I think I heard Bill um defend me for a second but I don't know for a fact I really don't know but all I know is next thing I know you know we were the conversation was had and I guess you know it was like some sort of you know agreement made I don't know because I didn't come to agreement on anything I never do I'm not even able to consent to anything but except for praising and worshiping God but all I know is, like, I was, like, somebody came over here and they, they presence felt good. All I know is, like, it felt like, 
at first it felt like it was it was somebody who was with me. And I was just saying like it's okay, you know, trying to help them, motivate them and stuff, but like they just wouldn't like they just they stopped they started to become hard to get through to. And it's not like they were agreeing with my sister a lot. And I was like, why are you always doing that? Like, are you really with her? Like, what's going on? And then, like, because I'm not saying with her, like, with her, like, a relationship, because it could have been my brother. But all I'm saying is, like, they just, they cried a lot. And they didn't want to be around me. And I was like, you don't have to be here, you know? I'll fight for you anyways, you know? But please don't come over here, you know, trying to distract me or discourage me from God because I need God there's no way we're making it out of this situation without him so you know you don't have to be here I'll still fight for you to say that's when someone else showed up over here and they were like helping me a lot and they said like I think they said that it's Pac and I was like there's no way to really tell if that's true but I do appreciate your help and like your you know like presence here you know feels feels like you care about me feels like you know it feels it feels good to have you here you know and it feels like you can be a help so then they start trying to well they start like sort of kind of helping me but like I wouldn't like fully listen to them because like they're trying to train me to be able to maneuver in this situation but the way that they're training me it's almost making me feel like that's not like a permanent solution that's like the way that you're training me in a way is training me to be okay with this and I don't ever want to think that this is okay I want to fight like you know I don't want to fight like this this a permanent situation I want to fight like this temporary I want to fight like we're getting out of this so it wasn't really working a lot but all I know was, like, they just started saying, like, you, they was just, they was trying to be nice. They was like, I usually don't be over here because I don't agree with you. I agree with, you know, your sister. So that's why I'm usually over there. But I'm going to be over here today because, you know, we just switched. We just decided to switch. They went over there and I went over here. And all I know is I was just talking to them and they were saying, like, this is how you do stuff. This is how you do stuff. But they kept trying to teach me how to, like, be quiet and whisper and hide and be sneaky. And I'm like, none of that is going to work. Because if I had to be sneaky and hide and do whatever, then, you know, that means I'm willing to stay in the situation. And I'm not. So I guess I'm just going to have to keep fighting whatever I go through, whatever I go through. Because I got to be who I am. You're teaching me to be somebody I'm not. I got to be who I am. It's not fair for me to have to learn how to, you know, be less than who I am. So then they started, like, they were just doing little stuff. And, like, for a second, it was, like, sneaking up on me. And I felt that it was kind of like, you know, I felt like a power come over my body. Like, and I was, like, it started from my shoulders and stuff. And I was, like, fighting them. But they was requiring me to fight them too hard. 
and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like dealing with this. But I had the power the whole time to call on God and in the whole situation, but they just started crying and stuff. And I was like, don't cry, you know? I'm not meaning to hurt you. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm just trying to help you, you know, understand God loves us, you know, he never leave us here and we're not, you know, meant to be here and like we can be saved, you know, and like I just start, I didn't like they couldn't handle the way I was just like talking to them. And I'm like, I'm sorry for being so harsh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I kept saying I'm sorry. But, like, I didn't even realize what it was that was wrong that I said. But I guess I did because I was trying to hurt them when I said it. But I really wasn't trying to hurt them. I was just trying to be honest. And, you know, I noticed that the other person that's usually over here with me, they're always crying too. So it must be what I'm saying. But, you know... I know that the only thing that I ever say, not the only thing, but what I'm mostly saying is that, you know, we can't stay here. Satan is a liar. He's We're going to go to hell. He's going to torture us forever. And we're never going to be okay. And we could die. And God loves us. And God wants us out of the situation. We can't think it's okay. We can't. There's nothing worth going through what we're going through and if you're doing it for money it'll never fill any gap or void that you're trying to fill it with promise you're gonna need god and you don't want to abandon him for money that i'll just say stuff like that you know and it hurts people to hear that stuff because they're not hearing a real from nobody people are lying to them but you need to hear this truth because this is not a game and we're in danger but they just start, you know, sneaking around me. And then, like, they just start, like, doing all kinds of stuff. And I didn't realize what it was that they were doing. But I think that they were, like, you know, I think that they were trying to plunder my camp or something like that. But also, I heard them also say, like, this was a real power. You got power over here. I'm like, that's what God said. I have a real power in God. And this demon was just fighting me as a false sense of power. And I think that they confirmed that my sister is demon witch. Excuse me. And that I have to beat her. And they were trying to show me how to beat her. And I was like, I know I can't trust you. Well, I would try to trust you. But the issue is, like, they were trying to say, use your strategy and do stuff. The way that they were trying to teach me how to do it, they were almost teaching me in a way as if I'm lying about the stuff that I'm saying. And they kept finding out that I'm telling the truth, that this is really who I am and I'm not faking and it's not a lie and I'm not making this up to somehow, you know, get through this situation the way that I'm getting through it. I'm really who I am. And then every time they found that out, they was like, oh, yeah, you run away. You're going to win. And, like, you know, yeah. That's the truth because, you know, God said. So, I don't know, but they were making fun of me, too, kind of laughing at me. And they also were, like, talking about, like, different things about, like, when they're over there with my sister and how it goes. And they kept saying, like, you're actually, like, a lot like her. And I'm like... You know, 
yeah, I hear it a lot. We're, I already knew we were a lot like each other. I have been saying it, but everybody always saying we're complete opposites, and I already know what the whole plot on that is. The plot is to get us, you know, fighting each other and, you know, battling each other to make it a competition so that we'll fight to the death about something, and somehow it's distracting from who really is the responsible for this whole entire ordeal and the thing that's most important it's not about actually fighting or being competition or winning it's about you know freeing these millions of people that are underneath this wicked control how could you miss that fact i know it's a big fight and it is about beating you but at the same time it's really about these millions of people who are under your control who are being tortured daily this is not fair to this is not fair to our people and, you know, I guess they were trying to somehow, you know, come over here and sometime, somehow kind of expose me as a fraud, you know. But I'm like, whatever, do what you got to do because, you know, y'all already done everything y'all possibly can to me. If I really was a fraud, do it matter? Do it really matter if I'm a fraud? Because y'all still going to do what y'all do. Y'all still can go through the ways y'all going through it, going through these things. And... Ultimately, when it came, when it come down to it, you know, I'm still going to have to fight for whatever it is I'm fighting for, you know, it's not going away, so it really doesn't matter, but, you know, I just, you know, was, we were just having conversations, but they were saying this Pac, and I tried to double check to make sure it feels Pac, and I think I was like, Pac, I figured out for myself it really is Pac. But it's like, at the same time, I don't know that for sure. You know, they got control over my emotions to make it be like, you know, oh, look, you just figured this out. And it's like, then I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm figuring something out. And it's like the whole time, it's like, no, they set it up the whole time. They're behind the scenes, making you feel all this stuff. They know how to make me feel in love. They know how to make me feel hate. They know how to hide my emotions. They know how to make me cry. They know how to make me feel crazy. They know how to make me doubt God you can do all that stuff how can I believe any emotion I feel you know I have to trust God throughout everything and I don't trust you and I don't believe anything that you say and so you know they kept saying different things and getting me to believe different things and I was just going along with it to see how I could help them or how I could figure out anything that was going on and then they would like be laughing and joking and, and playing behind my back but I'm like it doesn't even really matter for real you know y'all all do this to me all day anyways and then every single time that they would think that they had something settled into my heart I would just give it back like no I never believed that and they'd be like so you never believed me I'm like no like oh, okay you gonna win you gonna win and I'm like I know. That's what I keep telling y'all. That's the prophecy. I'm going to win. Like, and I'm trying to keep telling y'all every single time and do what y'all supposed to do. Get on the right side. Start fighting for God so you can win too. Why do y'all think I'm lying? How do you, how can y'all still think I'm lying after how much y'all study me every day? I can't have a thought without y'all being here. I cannot do I cannot do nothing without y'all knowing it. But y'all still think I can't hide something. How? How? You found out I'm a demon hunter. I never told you. So how you think I'm lying? You knew the prophecy on my life. You exposed the prophecy to me about my life. And you still think I'm lying. How? You don't think I'm lying. You know I'm telling the truth. So what is you up to? What are you trying to do? That's why I don't trust anything you say or do. And so 
that's when, you know, they just was doing whatever they was doing. But also another thing they kept trying to say, like, you never believe I was Pac. I think they said that. You never believe I was Pac, but I don't know if it's really what happened. I'm like, no, because Pac's dead. I hate to say it because I know a lot of people idolize him and they need, they're they're depending on this familiar spirit. Pac is gone. That's not Pac. And whatever demon you're talking to that's pretending to be him, here's what you need to understand. It's manipulating you in order to stay deceived and keep you from your promise in God and heaven. You want, and, and if that is Pac and he tells you he's in hell, would you want to go there and be with him? What did you actually expect? That's not no happy ending. And I always, and I be telling people, I don't believe in happy endings, but I do in God. I believe in a happy ending in God. Yes, I do. I believe he can make anything possible. And I will never give up on that, that possibility. So, you know, I realized that, yeah, they, they keep figuring out that I'm going to win. And I keep wondering how they are still you know, surprised at every time they figure that out. But I guess I'm still surprised every time I figure out that they're serious and they really doing this for real and they really with Satan. Every single time I figure it out, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's for real. Y'all for real. So I'm still figuring stuff out and it's still crazy to me too, so I don't judge them. But, you know, yeah, this is for real. Yeah, this is for real, for real. And, you know, I just pray everybody be okay. I know that I look bad a lot of times. Look like I'm up to bad things. And like I'm really not who I say I am, and that I'm faking everything, but I'm not. And this is real. And I really don't want nobody to be hurt. I don't. I don't want. I don't really want that. I know sometimes my emotions come over me after everything they do, and I want them to feel how I feel. But in reality. I really just want everybody to win and go to heaven. I don't want nobody to go to hell. I really don't want nobody to go to hell. Not even one of them. You know, I believe in hell. I believe in heaven. I believe in this stuff. So why would I want you to go to hell? Like, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want you to go to hell. I want to wish none of this stuff on my worst enemy because this is, you know, for real. This is real. God is real. You know, Jesus is real. Jesus is black. We are the chosen holy people, and we are lost and confused and slaves, and the money isn't worth it. The attention isn't worth it. The fame isn't worth it. None of anything that you think out here is worth it. It's not worth it. So, yeah, this is real, and they keep, I think they still rise, but I got to let them continue to do Whatever it is they're doing, because obviously it's part of God's plan. And this is God's will that they, you know, go through whatever it is that they're going through in order to get to that happy ending that God can provide. Because he would never get it with Satan, you know. But everybody's still so surprised what shows me that this witch still has controls over control over them and they're still being deceived but why am I surprised about it I know the prophecy they are being controlled this is why I don't believe nothing that they say or do but I'm still trying to convince them because I feel like these details do matter 
ultimately what it comes down to the reason why she has control over them is because they don't truly believe or accept Jesus Christ into their heart like they should. And I understand that if I continue to motivate them towards God, just like I'm continuing to be motivated towards God, that that can change and they can, you know, start choosing God. And that's the only way the control that she has over them will subside or be released. But regardless of anything, this fight has to, you know, be made complete. And there's no telling how this fight truly ends. It may end the way it started with me worshiping on my knees and somehow perfecting this worship position in order to finally beat this witch. Or it may end a totally different way because God is a God of plot twists. Maybe it's it ends, you know, not actually on my knees, but actually moving on from a situation. Maybe it ends with everybody deciding to choose God. Maybe it ends with this demon witch, you know, exposing herself. Who knows? Who knows how I end up killing her? But however it happens, it's going to happen. That's the truth. I wish, I wish the best for everybody. It also almost sounds like God is thinking about pulling people out of hell. Because he said to me personally, he said, all the people in hell, they think that I don't care, that I don't love them, or that it doesn't hurt me that they're there. They have no idea how much it hurts me that they go into hell. It hurts me so much more than it can ever hurt them. And they're suffering for eternity, never being getting used to the pain that they're, they're, they're in. And so I said, but God, you know, I don't feel like they should be there for eternity. It, you know, I mean, I can't judge. Of course, you know, I, you are the only one who can judge. But, you know, something about me kills me about that. And I think that God may be saying that he's willing to pull certain people out of hell. I think he may be saying that he's going to or maybe considering, you know, reconsidering some people's fate. But I don't want to say that for sure because he showed me Whitney Houston who helped me. Then he showed me Pop who helped me. But these may be familiar spirits. They may be real. Regardless of anything, why would God be pulling them up now why would they be you know helping with this fight unless of course maybe God is considering giving them a second chance it may sound stupid because God said to me he doesn't make mistakes if he sent you to hell it doesn't matter if he pulled you out you are going again he can pull you out again he can pull you out now he's going again he can pull you out again you're going right back he can pull you out again you're going right back because that's just who you are you're not going to change these things. You're not going to do anything differently. You're going to be pulled out and you're going to run right back to everything it is that you did to get in there. He doesn't make mistakes. He considers everything. He's merciful. He's gracious. So please know that if there's ever any slim chance opportunity for you to go to heaven, he wanted you to have it. You going. Like, that's your destiny, but... You know, I still want to consider that God may, you know, change his mind on a few things, you know. it's he know, He's never wrong. He didn't make a mistake, but he still may change his mind on you because he loves you so much and he hates to see you suffering the way that you're suffering. So he may just pull you out out of mercy and grace alone. It may not have anything to do with your actions. It's never for our goodness, but only because it is. But we shall see. We will see, you know, what's going to happen because... 
I don't feel that he's doing these things for no reason if this really is who they say they are. Because I, I believe Whitney has a really good chance. I remember watching Whitney and she was singing gospel every show. And I said, God, imagine all the millions of people who knew Whitney's name. Who knows how many children, you know, Whitney sung a gospel song to and they decided to come home and worship you. You know, she was helping people, and then God showed me a vision of her, and ever since, she kind of been there. And then Pac, you know, he was there on the day of the deliverance, and I just feel like God wants to save him. God doesn't, you know, he still has the power to maneuver around and talk to people and show up. You know, that's probably an indication that God wants him out of hell, you know. I may not know a lot about how this stuff works, but I do know that God loves us, and it hurts him way more than it hurts us when we suffer.